Well, hey there, skinny peeps. I am so glad you've tuned in. Today is June 12th, 2018, and you are listening to The Skinny with Jesus. My name is Bevan Caramello. I'm the founder of this podcast ministry. Uh, and my heart and my passion is really pointing people to the Word of God because quite simply, um, about seven or eight years ago when I began daily time in my Bible, just praying and, and began to study God's word, it began to radically change my life. Um, and so that lit a fire in me. It's hard to keep quiet about something that radically changes your life. And so that's what my goal here, um, here is every week is to point you guys to the word that hopefully you will tune in here and then continue to go deeper in your own study at home in your own Bible and your own time with God. Right now, we are just a couple of episodes into our series titled Keep Choosing Him. Okay, keep choosing Him. And that's what we're talking about. What does it look like in this crazy world today to choose to live for the Lord, to choose to look like Jesus, and to claim Him as our Savior when, quite frankly, most of the world around us is against us. At this point, that's just the truth of it. Most people in the world today are not striving to live a Christ-like life. And it can even feel like we're persecuted and judged because we want to live a Christ-like life. So we're going to look at places in Scripture that guide us in this process, okay? Because because it is a process. Um, the the word for it, the the churchy term here, would be sanctification, which is just simply the process of becoming more like Christ. That over time, the more time we spend with Him, the more time we spend in the Word, that we become sanctified. We begin looking and living more and more like Jesus looked and lived when He was here on Earth. Okay, and so we're also going to be looking at people in the Bible who chose to follow him and then try to figure out how we can learn from their lives. So today we are actually going to be in one of my very favorite passages in all of Scripture. I'm super excited. I, I love these verses. Um, I've, I have them written on different things throughout my house and note cards in my bathroom to remind me of exactly what we're going to be talking about today because it's not easy. Um, so if you have your Bible, turn with me to the book of Matthew, okay? It's the first book in the New Testament, about two-thirds of the way in, and we are going to be in chapter 5. We're going to be reading verses 13 through 16, okay? And this is Jesus talking here. If you don't have your Bibles, no worries. I am going to read it for us, okay? So Matthew 5, 13 through 16, it says, You are the salt of the earth. But if the salt loses its saltiness, how can it be made salty again? It is no longer good for anything except to be thrown out and trampled by men. You are the light of the world. A city on a hill cannot be hidden. Neither do people light a lamp and put it under a bowl. Instead, they put it on its stand, and it gives light to everyone in the house. In the same way, let your light shine before men, that they may see your good deeds and praise your Father in heaven. Uh, salt and light, salt and light here. That's what we're going to be talking about. Um, and, and these verses, they remind me of a t-shirt that I saw um, in a, a 
a young girl's store, I remember it said, never dull your sparkle. Never dull your sparkle. And that kind of jumped out at me. I was thinking about this. Let your light shine before men. That's what verse 16 says. Let your light shine before men that they may see your good deeds and praise your father in heaven. And it says, who who lights a lamp and then puts it under a bowl, right? It's kind of the same idea. Don't let anything dull your sparkle. And I feel like verse 16, we were just talking about where it says, let your light shine before men. That word let there, that implies that we can keep our light from shining. We can choose to keep our light from shining. And then it talks about salt losing its saltiness. You guys, basically what these verses are saying is that salt, if it loses its saltiness, it's worthless. And basically if we make no impact on the world around us, we are just as worthless to God's kingdom as salt that doesn't even taste like salt. What's the point, right? And so these verses, what they're telling us, what Jesus is saying here is that we should look different than the world around us. Being salt and light, this opportunity to keep choosing him. And so how do we do that? I came up with three things here from these verses that I want to share with you guys. How do we choose to be salt and light? Number one, I think probably one of the hardest things to will ourselves to do, but one of the easiest things that we can choose to do if we'll just step out of our comfort zones is to choose to speak about him, about Jesus and the good news of the gospel when we know that we should, when we feel that little urge inside of us, the Holy Spirit nudging us to share a little piece of our story, a little piece of our testimony a little piece of what God's done for us. We just have to choose to speak the words, to let them come out of our mouths. We're going to talk about this a little bit more next week. Um, but first, I want to give you guys a verse. Turn with me to 1 Peter chapter 3. I'm going to read verse 15 for us. It says, But in your heart set apart Christ as Lord, Always be prepared to give an answer to everyone who asks you to give the reason for the hope that you have. But do this with gentleness and respect. You guys, we can share the hope that we have in Jesus with gentleness and respect. We just have to choose to speak about it. We have to choose to speak about him. Number two. Salt and light, what else can we do here? I think another thing is that we can claim him publicly in baptism. Baptism is one of the ways that we are marked as his. My boys were actually, I have twin boys, they're eight and a half, and um, they were actually They chose to be baptized this past Sunday at uh, an evening service at our church. And it was one of the most joyful moments for me as a mom to see them stand up and publicly declare their faith. You know, baptism doesn't save us. There's nothing special in the water. It's just water. But it's it's an outward symbol of an inward commitment. You know, our faith is a very personal thing, but it was never meant to be a private thing. And 
baptism is simply telling the world around us of your declaration of faith in Jesus, something that should have already taken place in your heart in a conversation with the Lord where you choose Jesus as Savior, where you've trusted him for your salvation and for the forgiveness of your sins. And it's it's kind of like wearing a wedding ring. Baptism is the wedding ring. If you've never been baptized, you can still be saved. Just like if you don't wear a wedding ring, you can still be married. But when you put that wedding ring on, it shows the world around you that you're married. It's the same thing with baptism. You're saved. You can be saved without ever being baptized. It's being baptized is like putting on that wedding ring. It's showing the world around you. You want Jesus. I want to read another verse for us in the book of Acts, chapter 19, verses 4 and 5. Paul said, John's baptism, he's talking about John the Baptist here. John's baptism was a baptism of repentance. He told the people to believe in the one coming after him, that is, in Jesus. On hearing this, they were baptized into the name of the Lord Jesus. Right there. They were baptized into the name of the Lord Jesus. Claim him publicly, salt and light. Okay, and the third thing I came up for, I came up with uh, for us today is that we can choose to live every day in such a way that we aren't letting sin dim our light. You guys, this means we need to rid our lives of sin that we know is keeping us from looking like Jesus. And this may mean that we can no longer just blend in or go along with the crowd anymore or go along with the behaviors of our families and friends, whatever it is. There's certain situations that I know are coming to your mind right now because there's some that are coming to mind. We have to choose to look differently. You know, it occurred to me as I was preparing for this message that light cannot blend in with darkness. It's not even possible. You guys listen to our our key verses again here. I'm going to read Matthew 5 uh, verses 14 and 15 again. Listen to this. You are the light of the world. A city on a hill cannot be hidden. Neither do people light a lamp and put it under a bowl. Instead, they put it on its stand and it gives light to everyone in the house. You guys, it's not always comfortable to be the shining light on the stand. It's just not. It can be hard to stand out in a dark world. So in my workout class today, my instructor said something as she was trying to motivate us to push just a little harder on the treadmills, to lift just a little bit more weight than we thought we could in the, in the weights. It really resonated with me. She said, if it doesn't challenge you, it doesn't change you. And you guys, I know that she was talking about physical change, about changing our bodies. But I couldn't help but relate to it spiritually. If it doesn't challenge us, it doesn't change us. Living like Jesus lived, that's our challenge. And it should change us. This is so true. And I, I just couldn't help but think that too often we'd rather just sit on the couch spiritually as well. 
we're comfortable and we don't really want to move. Just like those physical muscles, we don't really want to work them out. You know, we'd really like to see changes in our spiritual lives without doing any of the changing work to get there. So my prayer for us as we keep choosing him this week is that he will move us, that he will move us off of those spiritual comfy couches, that he will light a fire in us that moves us out of complacency and into the uncomfortable, that we will choose to be salt and light and that we will shine for him. Let's pray. Oh, Father, Lord, I thank you for this time together. I thank you for this ministry and what you're doing with it and the places that you're taking it. Lord, the places that you're taking us deeper into your word and hopefully deeper into our relationship with you and our understanding of you. Lord, I do pray for each person on this call. I pray for their joys and their triumphs. I pray for their struggles and their sorrows. I lift them up to you, Lord. I lay it all at your feet. You know every need. And Lord, I do ask that you would just move us out of complacency into deep waters, Lord, that we might have the courage to be salt and light, Lord, that we might have the courage to shine for you in this dark world, that we would be bold, Lord, like a city on a hill, bright, and that it might be to your glory, Lord, that we would not want to blend in. Jesus did not blend in, and his message was revolutionary. It has changed the world, Lord, that we might have the courage to step out in faith and know that through each of us, you will change the world. Lord, we love you. We praise you. It's in Jesus' name. Amen. Well, thank you for being here. Uh, I, I know you guys know it. I say it every week. I love our time together. Find us on Facebook. If you haven't already, just search The Skinny with Jesus. That's another place to plug in with us. Feel free to post prayer requests there. Feel free to message me privately if you have prayer requests. It's truly my privilege to pray for you. And until next week, know that I am praying for you and yours. Bye now.